finding a way to watch Cheers today so we can give our thoughts. First thing we'll do is try to hurry to summarize the plots. Shouldn't take long to lose our way. You've tuned into a show where everybody knows we're lame. And we'll bask in that acclaim. We're gonna watch some old TV and probably call out Norm's name. Give us a break or maybe we will switch to fame. I am DBing half the show. Guest actors' resumes. Each episode shows everybody knows we're lame. Welcome back to Let's Talk About Cheers. Where everybody knows we're lame. And now we have a theme song to prove I it. I know. That we're, and we're, we're so lucky. Uh I'm just going to ask whether or not after do we do we tell people that this is our first they're actually listening to our first live episode in two in years. In two years, yeah, sure, yeah, why you, not? You listen, I mean, you listen to the two recorded ones, and now we're back. We're back, and I only bring that up to explain why fundamentally I've forgotten entirely how to do this podcast. Oh, I don't remember the categories. I remember I like Cheers. That's there. I remember some categories, but I don't remember how to do. All it. All right. Well, quick recap uh, in Cheers style of uh, the things we used to do on this podcast back before several babies we know were born. <laughs> uh, do you need to cough? No, okay. but I'm going to be raspy. I, I, I had three weeks of sickness. That that uh, I'm telling um, the listeners that that is why my voice is raspy. Uh, and having nothing to do with, with, with our two-year hiatus, but just for the past few weeks. But no, I don't have to cough. But may cough every now and again. All right, if you cough, this. just take it back. Take, take it back? Like to the last I mean, thing you like, said... <coughs> I'm sorry, Jenny. I take it back. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything. If you start saying like what I really think I, about Sam I is. Take, I, take, <laughs> I take everything back about episode two. No. <laughs> then you just say it. Say the beginning of the phrase again. Okay. So um, a couple of category refreshers. This is a podcast where we talk about the noted 80s and 90s sitcom cheers. Uh, we are on the second season. Episode three, four, and five. And we go through the episode. We don't go blow by blow. We go sort of like basic plot summary and then thematically um, discuss it. And other things come up as well. But uh, some of the categories, as you remember. Life is a part of the podcast as well. We could get into arguments. We could talk about things going on in our lives. We could be sick and sometimes cough. That is all true. Uh, So some of the categories I think that we used to use on this show were um, This Week in Coach. Right? Right, yes. Uh, this week in Sam Sexual Harassment. Twish. Twish is what we call you gotta that. you got to really give it the, the spin. Twish. Twish. <laughs> yeah. Because as we noticed, as anybody who's been yeah. listening to this, uh, or, or, who hung in there waiting around. For, can you imagine if Cheers itself stopped for two years and then just suddenly came back? I mean, Curb Your Everybody would be only They do. But they, they, at least they do it after like eight years of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Fair but enough. if Cheers, in this current season we're in now, suddenly took a two and a half year hiatus. I mean, yeah. I guess it's more common now with the streaming series and stuff like that to have really, really long hiatuses. Game of Thrones, like, yeah. That's uh, unimaginable with uh, so, you know, back then. So uh, another one is we recently rediscovered the Normometer. 
Right, right. To what extent Jenny uh, likes or hates Norm, a beloved TV character, but through the prism of time, seems to be a bit of a dick sometimes. Lunkhead. Uh, to, I would to go the, with a lunkhead. A bit of a lunkhead. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and uh, and and not a woman's favorite. Uh, 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 through uh, through the the uh, uh, lens of time. Yeah. Yes. Through looking looking back at him. But I w- I would venture to say, on these three, uh, uh, I don't want to say. Just inconsequential episodes that we that that we watched in the sense that none of them were were you know groundbreaking. Right. Norm's likability grew more and yes. more. Okay. Yes. So All right. We'll get so into that with Normometer. Run, run us through the names of the three episodes. The three names of the names of the three episodes we watched were Sumner's Return mm-hmm. uh, and and Affairs of the Heart was episode mm-hmm. six right after it, and then the last episode we watched was Old Flame with mm. uh, uh, series favorite Fred Dreyer, Sam the Sports, uh, Dave the Sportscaster, excuse Mm -hmm. me. Okay, so uh, Sumner's return is basically the guy from the pilot, uh, her alleged guy she was going to run off with, Sumner, what's his last name, you remember? Sumner Sloan. Sumner Sloan walks back into the bar, I'm terrible, I'm the worst, is Diane here? You know. I I saved because you told me to write it down, because honestly, in these three episodes, there was a surprisingly high volume of hilarious coach moments. Coach w- jokes, you yeah. Say? yeah. Like really well written. Um, like, and he's sort of like the vaudevillian yeah. shtick of the show. And th- they're almost always, well, even more than Impeccable. I remember, belly laughs. Yeah. Like, and, and so, they're so simple, but so well constructed. And it was the, the, uh, uh, in this week in coach, the cold opening, which Jenny was describing, Sumner came back and he was like, "It's taken every ounce of courage to show my face in here today." And coach was like, "Oh, come on, we get a lot of funny looking faces in here." <laughs> that was just the first one we saw in yeah. two years of coach joke, coach jokes. Uh, and so there are a lot, a lot of uh, delightful yeah. coach. Could you, moments could in you this. deconstruct a coach joke? If you tried, like the, I, I was thinking of them. I watched as there were so many in this episode. I, I watched and I was like, "Could Matt explain to you a coach joke?" They're almost plays on words. They're very simple. You know what they feel like? Actually, they feel like in the vein of the Marx Brothers, really, right? Kind of in a strange way. And I would like to look at them and deconstruct them off the top of my head. I can't. Uh, take apart and then construct a coach joke, but that is the vibe I get from mm-hmm. those jokes. You mm-hmm. know, like the the one from the we'll get into it later in the the in episode we just watched the uh, old flame episode. Very simple joke. Uh, Diane's droning on and on about her problems to coach, and coach picks up a phone that's not ringing and goes cheers and. Uh, Cliff says, uh, "Coach, that or Carla says, uh, no, Coach, that ringing's just in your head." And he goes, "Oh, sorry," and he hangs up. A beat later, uh, the plot has moved on a little, and the phone actually rings. And Cliff says, uh, "Coach, the uh, phone's ringing there." And Coach says, "No, no, Cliff, it's just in my head." <laughs> <laughs> but that's like kind of like the simplicity of it, you know? It's it's a it's a dumb guy constantly making the joke, but it's a really smartly constructed really smartly joke. Really smartly constructed right? joke. Yeah. So anyway, Sumner returns and he wants to make amends. He goes, I can't stand anybody hating me. <laughs> well, I don't hate you. Well, I can't stand anybody not even liking me. I mean, that, this guy's a real piece of work. So uh, she forgives him, and then he invites her out on a, he wants to meet, I want you to meet my wife. Come meet my wife. Which is like, yeah, sure. Okay, buddy. And so she agrees. Funny, too, that he is the guy from the pilot. Yeah. You know, like her fiance from the pilot. Yeah. The first time we see him. Yeah. 
So uh, hilarity ensues because she he's like, are you seeing anyone? And she's like, no. But of course, she's seeing Sam. A uh, couple of the really great door bit. Like, like, OK, so Cheers, really good with doors. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is something I noticed. And especially the door between the bar and Sam's office. Yes. So like she goes and sets up a dinner with him and the That's wife. Right. That's right. And then. Sam's like, well, how'd that go? And she's like, it's fine. It's over. And then Sumner pops back in and is like, what time? Was Saturday better for you? And he, Sam's like, huh? and then she's like, yes, yes. Well, I just, you know, I'm going out with him and his wife and, uh, you know, it'll just be done. I didn't want to torture you with it. And then he, Sumner pops back in and is like, uh, can I set you up with a guy in the philosophy department? And <laughs> you said just, you weren't seeing anybody. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, just really, just... really, really beautifully timed. An escalation really yeah. in about uh, 10 seconds of how much she lied to Sam. And it's just an opening and closing yeah. of doors revealing how deep the lie is, right. right? And the look he gives her. Right. So there's a little bit of bar banter about like how Sam is definitely not intellectually up to this date, double date. <laughs> and so somehow they come up with the idea of Sam reading War and Peace in five days. So uh, there's just a great bit of Sam in the dark. Oh, yeah. I think it was uh, Sam was petrified that he wasn't going to have anything to talk about with these smart people in the peanut gallery. Uh, Cliff, I think, Mr. Yeah. Pseudo-intellectual. Yeah. Says, hey, you want something to talk to? You should read a big book. I know a lot of smart people oh. read War and Peace. He's like, well, how long is it? And he's like, eh, well, it gives you a crick in the back, you know. No, and he said pre- it was about three and a half. Oh, yeah, that's right. Three and a half pounds. Three and a half pounds. And co- another great coach joke. He's oh. like, I don't know, Sammy. Nobody can read four ounces a day. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, that's like a great quality sort of, yeah. joke. So, uh, okay, so Sam is in the dark in his bar office like five days later, no, hasn't shaved, is reading War and Peace. And then he comes out to uh, go on this double date. And of course, Sumner does not have his wife with him. She's ill. Diane's like, oh, it's reschedule. Sumner's like, no. And then it comes out, Sam Sam susses it out that he's not with his wife anymore and he really wants to get back together with Diane. So they go out to dinner, they come back, and it's clear that Sam has not been able to participate because there's this brilliant joke as they're walking out the door, which is Sam was like, ah, really? I can't wait to discuss war and peace with you. And Sumner says, oh, I taught that for six years at a high-level seminar and I never want to talk about it again. And Diane says, well, it really is one of the most over discussed book. <laughs> so in a blink of an eye, Just. five days of staying up, you know, and so and which is also what he's dealing with, which is five days of sleep yeah, deprivation so it's on goof, five, yeah. goofy sleep humor. So they come back in and they're talking French and they're just being like intellectual d bags. And uh, Sam goes and gets some bourbons and then it, it kind of like explodes out. You know, oh, you think I'm dumb? I didn't have anything to talk about. Blah, 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 blah. I even read War and Peace for you. <laughs> And so he storms off to the office and uh, Diane comes in and she was the up. They have a good, funny fight. Do you it's remember? another one of those uh, that I noted when we were going through the first season. Uh, the the many, many, uh, we'll call it, even if they're not literally sitting down sometimes, the Sam and Diane have a sit down yes. chat in Sam's office. Sam and Diane office chat. Office chat or in front of the bar or, and they have this way of sort of emoting with each other and wrapping things up. And this was one of those. Both. Yeah. When Sumner was in there and right after Sumner left because she was b- basically, you know, touched by the fact that he had read War and Peace for her. Yeah. And and she basically said, I'd much rather have someone read War and Peace for me 
then talk about or like whatever it is. It meant a lot to her. Right. And yeah, then it was a lot harder for you. Yeah. The gracious, like, I'd love for you to read it to me. And he opens it up to read it. And she says, oh, you know what? Let's not read it. Let's go see the 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 movie. And the one of the greatest ending lines. <laughs> There's a movie. It was <laughs> fantastic. Cliff. And then he goes yeah. running out with like his golf club. Right? Yeah. He's it's like so upset. So great. So what I, you know what I liked about this episode so much? What? Equal footing. Oh, equal footing between uh, uh, yeah. Sam feeling diminished. Uh, yeah. Uh, but there was no um, sexual harassment. Like, no. It was just like some guy's trying to get a girl back. Some guy doesn't want that to happen. There seemed like it, it all I was would say like. With the main characters, there yeah. was no sexual harassment in any of the three episodes we watched tonight. I mean, there was... A, with the main characters. Yeah, with the main characters. Like, so, you could yeah. say that with... with it was a little bit of a, like Dave, a light dusting yeah. of uh, objectification, but what are you going to do with the 80s? Right, right. Yeah, I really liked it because it was really just like a three-person battle mm-hmm. in a very clever way. And you've got the bar and you've got everybody, you know, uh, weighing in. And it's just like a and strong... To me, it was a strong episode. I like that... that uh uh, actor who who did uh, you know he's uh, you could say there's parts of him that are very sort of hammy you know in terms yeah. of what he is but he's almost proto Frazier you yeah. know oh for sure he's a uh, very likable actor it's great that he was in the pilot and I've been noticing we'll talk about this in the next episode but Cheers still occasionally falls into its rut and it's it's and this is normally when it becomes a bottom tier episode mm-hmm. for this show which yeah. is you know still great and, you know not saying a lot it's it's good even in its its, its lower tier. But where a day player will come in or a character who's outside their world and he'll provide the premise and the conflict, mm-hmm. it won't be good. And the, an example of the episode we're about to talk about will, will be like that. This is an example where, and which Cheers was amazing at, is a character that is on the periphery of their world that's a reoccurring character, comes in with a concept. And I would say the third episode we watch with Fred Dreyer that we'll get into mm-hmm. is another version of this. And it works amazing. Yeah. You know? It's usually just when they it's it's when they have that like you can almost get the feel of it, like, oh no, they're using an uncharismatic day player who's not gonna be on the show anymore. I wonder if like I've watched all of these. I I'll I'll save this. I'll I'll ask this for the next episode. But my for the next episode we're going to talk about here but uh my main point is just that this, i think this guy uh sumner sloan the guy who plays sumner sloan carries the water yes. i think he's a, a great character yes and allowing diane to elevate to her full status of snobbery mm-hmm. right and allowing sam to try to step up and does something really nice for his girlfriend so mm-hmm. All in all, a win. And two out of three of these episodes were examples of that. Sometimes I'm in the, and I've said this, I think, before to Jenny on this, is in the middle of these seasons, I'm like, I want to get to the things that I know are classic. I want to get to the cliffhangers. I'm going to get to the Frasers in season three. Got to get through all these one-off episodes. And then you watch the one-off episode and you remember how good some of them are and how much they got accomplished. And I think... Two of these episodes, this one, the Sumner's Return, and the Fred Dreyer one, the third one we'll get to, are two examples of the push and pull within the relationship of how they make it rocky over the course of the season and almost pull them apart without it being so big a swing that it's overdramatic yeah. and you use too much plot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's basically like how we argue. <laughs> yeah, yes. You know, that third episode had yeah. a feel to how we argue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so, louder than what you heard in the previous episode. <laughs> yeah, we were being polite. Yeah, we were uh, for, for company. For company. For, com- for podcast company. So, okay, so the next episode was called what? An Affair of the Heart? Uh, 
Yes, and that that was was called uh, 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 affair of the heart. Yes. Okay, so this is it's very. I want to don't want to spend more than five minutes on this yeah, episode because basically, a uh, guy comes to the bar. He really likes Carla. Diane sets them up. He passes all of Carla's tests. They're about to go to have sex, and they find out that the guy has a heart condition. If he has sex, like he might die. So all of this is like a Carla centric episode, and it's nice to see her be sweet and and vulnerable and having a good time. And the guy, uh, I guess his name is Don Amendola, uh, is a kind of like a milk toast. Yeah, and, and the question I was going to ask of you is, I know who winds up on Cheers. There are characters in the periphery of Cheers that will be running characters throughout the whole series that are like day players, but they're so charismatic, they're a part of the world, and I know who they are when I yeah. see them. I can even see them on the periphery just sitting in the bar and they haven't become someone really? yet. Really? Yep. Um, That's cool. But but then there are other characters who just stick out, and not that this guy was even bad, but we've seen other ones in the past. Like you and I, in season one, weren't a fan of like, I'm a spy. I've come in from the yeah. cold, the spy who came in from the cold, and I have stories to tell, and I wear a cape. Yeah. And it feels like the whole, all the machinery has just sort of slowed down so this one character can come in and deliver yeah. a premise for already a, 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 a supporting character in, in Carla. It separates you know, the gang. Yeah, it separates the gang. But my question is, do you know that guy's not? Because, like, look, there could be a one-off. Someone like that character in the third episode, Sportscaster yeah. Dave, comes in the first You can see him coming time. back. You, you, you get the sense he's coming back. When you see that character, do you know already, like, oh, this guy Hank's not coming back all the time and being a character? I mean, what would be the next level of his development? He's a one-off yeah. because he'll die if he has sex. Yeah. And I feel like Cheers does that less and less with yes. characters like that. The more popular they got, they they did those one-off characters that were, were less compelling. They developed a stable. Uh, uh, fewer and fewer times. Um, was there anything notable from this episode that you remembered? Uh, this was not a, a, a super notable episode. You know, I love good premises, but, you know, it felt sort of, you know, oh, my God, he's going to have a heart attack if he has sex. Like the whole night was very like, the only 80s. way to keep my money is to get married in the bar. Yeah, very, you know, like, uh, very like, yeah. sticky plot. Yeah. yeah, which, you know, sometimes like uh, the third episode that we watched, the one with Fred Dreyer that we'll get to in a sec, all centered around a bet, but that seemed much more organic because and it was character less based. sticky. Yeah. 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 Because so much of it was character based. And and I almost feel bad because like I watch some of the Carla episodes now and I'm like, oh geez, a Carla episode. Carla episodes suck. But what I know is there are so many amazing Carla episodes to come over the, you know, nine more seasons <laughs> left, you know, yeah. that I know there's tons of hilarious lines and amazing Carla episodes, but as of late, the Carla episodes... Well, maybe uh, they just took a while to find like her. Yes. Well, there's an episode coming, I think, toward the middle of this season. I think it's episode 13 that is a definitive Carla episode that right. introduces a character from, you know, that will be a part of the outer world that was great, you know, where, where she, I think, really starts to take form. Right. So sometimes it's just a matter of finding, like, what the right temperature is and who are the right people to play her against. Um, but playing her against a guy who was so low key forces her to be more low key, which is not Carla. Yeah, she doesn't wear it well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was it was a, a slow episode, I think. Yeah. Oh, one more thing from the last episode, I had written it down uh, um, from Sumner's return. Mm -hmm. Two things I wanted to bring up. 
Uh, one was a really funny line, which I thought was funny, which when Sam was afraid he was not going to have anything to talk about uh, with all the intellectual with, with, with Sumner and Diane at dinner, uh, I thought this week in Coach, Coach's su- su- suggestion, <laughs> just talk about something you know and they don't. Talk about your apartment. <laughs> I don't know that absurd idea. Yeah, keep telling him to talk about baseball where you play. Talk about your apartment. Yeah, (laughs) and like, and another thing that I wanted to bring up. Tell me if you agree. I think uh, Ted Danson, Sam Malone. Has one of the best five o'clock shadows in the business. Sure, I think at, right up there with Sonny Crockett from Miami Vice and Indiana Jones. Yeah, and then Sam Malone. Yeah, <laughs> he can really wear he a really five o'clock it. shadow. Yeah. I think I, I love it. Yeah, I as in every episode, I'm always taken with Sam's sort of like athletic, balletic. Like the way he hops over the bar and, and hops certain over things. The bar, yeah. the way his fingers are like everything about him is like That's, controlled, graceful movement and that's acting like that is amazing mm-hmm. you know didn't you read something in our off season it was a, an article about the good place yeah about um or i call it our off season our, our last two years of hell and misery years of off season you know when our sports team didn't play for two years <laughs> um uh about t- t- ted Danson's yes. acting is so much about his hands about his hands yeah that his hands lead the way um and you noticed that in our final episode mm-hmm. uh uh the uh, old flame yeah. with uh, Ted Dreyer. Yeah. Or... So Fred Dreyer Fred is Dreyer. Uh, plays what is it? Dave the sports. Uh, yeah, Dave sportscaster. Dave Sam's yeah. old buddy from back in the day who became a sportscaster. Yeah. So he walks into the bar. He's like, I broke up with my wife. Let's go. What? Uh, get girls. Yeah, we're gonna go bird dog and chicks. There's no bigger hound than you, Sammy. I mean, it was a, what this, kind of this hound? Is, this is the stuff. Is this the stuff that you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't bother me yeah. because that guy is a heel, and it doesn't bother anybody yeah. anymore because we've moved on from the Times Up issue. People are fighting other battles now. They seem not to care. We That's got right. Louis C.K. We got Kevin Spacey. We got Matt Lauer. We got uh, Harvey Weinberg. We got the monster Al Franken. And now we can just move on, right? So Sam Malone is free and clear. No, two years ago we were watching ourselves. We even made it a topic. Now no one seems to be talking about it. Kids in cages—that's the order of the day. Now that was a couple months ago, so we don't have to worry about Me Too or sexual harassment as much now. Do you agree? Canceled. <laughs> you canceled. Did you hear my bit about uh, why it, it, I saw it on Twitter? A guy saying, "Why stop at canceled when you could go with smote?" <laughs> smote. That's and then I did like funny. hashtag yes smote yes smote. That's which funny. is a thing from the Good Place, right? Uh, except it's you, but you basic. <laughs> yeah, basic. Yes smote. It did feel the when we were last doing this. Yes. the the issue was on it was fire right, then. Right, we were the, marching yeah. as we still really should be. But in this well, effed there, up world we're living there in. There are way worse things that are happening that we need to on. be marching. The president is still no, in the White House and yeah, nothing has happened. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, the New Yorker and Ronan Farrow and everybody and the ladies at the New York Times. like it's, it, But it's a part of our lives now. There's a rapist Rather- playing for the Patriots and he's doing quite well. <laughs> he has a nice pair of hands. No one's going to do anything about it. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Uh, not, I don't find it funny. I just, the, you know, the, the, yeah, this is just me being astounded by the one speed at which time, our culture is moving yeah, and we can't hold one on moment to all in these time, awful things that are happening. Literally one episode ago in the timeline, uh, it was really right at the beginning of the 
the Me Too movement. And now we're two years into it. And look, don't worry, like some lady will still rage cut you if you touch her boob. No, it's true. And obviously, you know, there are always going to be more, you know, things to come out. You hope there will be. But uh, uh, I, mean, I don't know. What just came it's out just now? Like, did they just unearthed recently? another garbage? Well, there garbage. was this Antonio Brown thing with, with right. the Patriots. But right. I mean, it remains to be seen what's going to happen, you know, one way or another. I'm just, it's just me sort of... Uh, getting riled up again astounded at how quickly we move on from one atrocity to the next that how about that from is, one constitutional know, like, crisis to one, the from next. one constitutional crisis to the next yeah. uh uh and uh, it's almost anyway. like they're episodes of cheers <laughs> anyway it makes it makes uh uh sam sam would have skated now i think yeah no yeah. i think so i think uh uh also, I think Sam in a relationship is more interesting than Sam out of a relationship because out of a relationship, he's just this caricature like, hey, right. ladies, be blah, duh, duh, I'm right. a cool guy. And in a relationship, he's not sure how to be in one. Right. And so even though he's got all this Sam Malone defensiveness and as we're going to discuss slip ups. Isn't it interesting to see b- back then even like the evolution of Sam and yeah. talking about vulnerability yeah. and like you, you mean that's the point of it. Like you wouldn't even and even have seen that it, definitely in episode one. Yeah. But he as a man is evolving as well, at least non-asshole men have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I like this season in that way better because I mean I love Sam and Diane arguing, but they don't. St- the cool thing is they don't stop arguing just because they get together, as we will see in this episode, which is called. Uh, it is called um, Old Flame. Okay, so this guy walks into the bar. He wants Sam to come out trolloping with him, which is Diane's <laughs> word. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sam like has this immediate reflex reaction where he slides over the bar, runs out the door, and then like sees Diane and like comes back in and was like, have fun at the aquarium. I th- and I thought that was a very re- uh, yeah. honest reflex reaction. Sure. How easy it is to uh, slip back in your old life. Yeah, like not go out with your girlfriend mm-hmm. on a Friday night when she moves to LA. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. so long ago. You and your perfect Which, memory. by the way, yeah. it's funny because there are only two episodes apart, there were only one episode in between them. Yeah. But these... Two episodes, Sumner uh, Returns and and uh, Old Flame, are reverse mirror images of themselves, mm-hmm. right? Each one has a moment of temptation. Yeah, being drawn back into 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 the old world that you were once in, and right. having to reject that world so you can make right. their relationship stronger. So, sportscaster Dave decides he's going to break up Sam and Diane, and he gives them twenty four hours, and he's pretty sure he can break them up, and they take the bet, and. Uh, they almost immediately get into a fight about. Uh, well, it's about uh, uh, Sam's um, black book. Black book. His uh, friend, the sportscaster, asks for a number, and she sees that he has kept this black book with all the names of the the mm-hmm. women he's ever been with, mm-hmm. and she is astounded to see that he hasn't just. I am it astounded. Away. <laughs> and and and, and uh, basically, the that black book is sort of what immediately kicks off. Very organic uh, arguments between. Uh, oh yeah, Sam these were good yeah. couple yeah. arguments. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, and they almost break up, and they go for, like the whole day without talking to each other, and then they uh, fight it out. Uh, and and the, the sportscaster keeps popping back in. Now, what is going on with the gang during this point? You know, uh, I think 
there was there in, in in most of these there were no well one, one of the things we noticed even from last season too was sometimes there aren't b stories or like that it's really almost yeah. a tiny c runner yeah like running jokes and i felt like what there was a lot of was the norm and Norman Cliffs bonding at the yes. end of the bar and the routine they have going oh, on together has been better. You, yeah. you could see it in these three episodes developing almost immediately. Yeah. Like, oh my God, we got Abbott and Costello gold with, yeah. with these two. Because there was like the bit with the drinking the beer. The beer went up by a quarter. <laughs> right. And so there was the math about the beer. And how much you could drink the, a day. Yeah. yeah. And then there was, oh, there's like a police action outside our house. We got the helicopters. We got the sirens. Not a war. A police action. It's a police action. It's totally fine. Uh, and then uh, in this one, they had a great one where uh, Sam gave the book to Cliff. And then <laughs> yeah, he's briefly like, look, I don't need the book. Yeah. And then Cl- briefly took it back. And Cliff just had this like, they just had this amazing organic reaction that was just like, ah, ah. Well, he touched the book yeah. and he's like, oh, oh, like the book with all these women in yeah. it. It's Sammy's golden book. And it's like, ah. I could see and Norm sort of held him along like it was a leper just getting up and I can walk. He can walk. And and they tottered off together. It was a great great, bit. Great bit between them and great building the bit, which they do over all 11 years with how much these guys admire and put Sam on a pedestal. Yes. So Fred Dreyer walks back into the bar after Diane's left with two beautiful women and takes one of them and leaves one of them for Sam, which was my only dicey moment of like in 2019, this would not fly, but like whatever, it, you know, it's oh, like, what did he like? Pawns a woman off, pawns a woman them, off. Like the woman's cattle? like, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he actually ends up going back to his apartment with her and you don't know what happens. And then Diane comes in and she was like, this is that bit with coach where she's talking to coach. She was like, I was really unfair, but I was really mad, but I should give Sam a chance, but he should have just, you know, and right. coach, but I'm still mad at him. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, then Sam walks into the bar. He's like, Diane, I got the best news. And he takes her into the office. He's like, Diane, I, I went home. I had this woman naked in bed. We were about to do it. And then all of a sudden I was like, I can't do it. I got a, I got a babe. I already got a honey. Yeah. yeah. So they really dismiss him. Yeah. And he's like trying to explain that this is good news. And the, her face is just like. Ashen. Ashen. <laughs> and I, I, I don't remember much of these three episodes, really. I remember Dave, the sports guy in general. It was still early on the series. I was still young. I remember, uh, um, uh, um, him, uh, I, 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 so I remember him as a character, but what I definitely remembered was that moment of Sam, it being a moment of epiphany and victory for him, yeah. and saying, and so I was there in her, with the bed, and I said to her, I can't do this, I already got a honey, bah! You know, and then he <laughs> yeah. like almost does like a little like, yeah. hey, almost like, like he wants a high five, yeah. and doesn't understand that the fact of having been in bed with her already was, you know, crime enough, but I definitely remember that as a kid, and thinking it was really, really funny. So then uh, in comes Fred Dreyer, Dave the sports guy. He's like, I did it. I broke you up. Let's go. And uh, Diane's about to say, yes, you're right. You did. And then, boy, I hope they catch the guy. I don't (laughs) know if you guys can hear these helicopters, but it's like. uh, (laughs) We only get to episode three because we've been fatally shot. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least that would be a good reason. (laughs) Better than the previous one. Uh, So. Which was none. No reason. No, we had like an well, entire life lives, calamity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, different podcast. Yeah. So, uh, 
Sam rises to the moment and is like, now look here, and gives like a very beautiful impassioned speech that both tells his friend to go shove it and warms Diane's heart, and that's really nice. And then <laughs> the final coup de grace is he's like, I'm going to show you what a what a real relationship looks like, and Sam kisses Diane. It's really quite lovely. And um, uh, Fred Dreyer says, yeah, Dee said you were a good kisser. And they do this great physical bit where Sam's like, Ugh! and Diane just grabs onto his lips. <laughs> yeah, they're great at that. And then he goes like goes for the golf club again. This is like two golf clubs in two episodes. Uh, so, yeah, it was really just like, uh, I would say a classic Cheers episode of like wordplay, verbal banter, verbal sparring uh, and physical comedy. Yeah. And God, could those two do physical comedy? It's They insane. are so good at it. Mm-hmm. Even it, throughout these, when Sam was so tired in the first episode and he was coming back from dinner and they were into their own world and they flung the door open speaking French and, you know, didn't really close it or hold it open for Sam and the door was closing and <laughs> Sam was coming in tired and it bonks him in the head <laughs> when he's half asleep. It yeah. just looks so effortless. Yep. And uh, seeing these again, it reminded me um, as I write and try and do things for free in my own career, um, often I'm challenged because I, I, I tend to gravitate towards characters who are or neurotic or the guy who really tries or the guy who's easily overwhelmed but has to win the day. And that's where the comedy comes Usually from. Usually his name is Doug. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm, and, and I'm, uh, it's, 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 it's how we've described before as a, a person striving to be greater than their nature will allow. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sam Malone is a character who is goofy, you know, and uh, uh, humiliated at times and winds up looking ridiculous. But he's fundamentally a very confident and cool character. You know who ends up being just a character just like that in modern day TV that we're watching right now? Who? Raylan Givens on yes, Justified. That's true. Is a he's Sam another, Malone. And, and, and there's a high level of comedy. There's on a him high level of, and walk, a physical yeah, comedy. Yeah. And he gets knocked down. Like mm-hmm. it's. And he's sometimes out of his league and like it's it's Sam Malone is a model for that. I don't know if he's the first one, but he certainly is an archetypal version of that guy. And I always want to bear that in mind. You know, it's funny that it's one of my favorite shows that I would forget that. But like, you know, you tend to write the energy that you know more so. And I'm not a sort of Sam Malone banging every woman in the room, you know. But uh, uh, he is a very confident, cool character, and that confidence and coolness, which in my head always I would think, ah, that diminishes the comedy that comes from a character. Not remotely. He's one of the most iconic characters of all time. I will note for the record, currently there's only one girl in the room. We're banging every girl (laughs) in the room? And we're not banging. I have a cough. (laughs) Uh, So... um, yeah, this is a good episode and it made me like getting back into it after all these years just made me so happy and there there's a tendency with old TV to just be like is it going to be good? And then it is just consistently good. Like and it mm-hmm, makes me laugh so hard and I I think uh I'm able to relax and enjoy it a little bit more uh cuz I'm not so fresh in the moment of like waking up from the patriarchy make matrix. Yeah, and 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 uh I'm awoke. Uh, I'm awoke. I'm fighting. It's all I always find it interesting too as as we've said before and I'll say it again. It is the lone lone one in a long time. I know there have been other ones that would be interesting if we could if we could figure out what those other ones were. But it is the lone opening theme song that we watch every time. 
Yeah. We know we, we we list just listen to it because it's soothing and it's yeah. you know perfect. What other ones did it used to be? The Big Bang Theory. We did like that, and you're and right. Sing it. On the, when we watched that, because we only gave that a good two or three seasons, yeah. and then came, yeah. you know, back every now and again. The one that is archetypal in our lives is Smallville. Yes, which news just broke. We're going to get to see Tom Welling uh, as, as Superman again. That'll okay, we're no longer talking about Cheers. No, but that's that's the the beauty. Not always just about Cheers. Cheers is us, and we are Cheers. And that is Let's Talk About Cheers. (laughs) You can find us on letstalkaboutcheers.com. You can go to infinitegain.co to see other things about what we're doing. And if you feel like supporting a struggling writer and his podcasting wife. You could find me at my house because I'm not working. (laughs) (laughs) Alternately, you could go to patreon.com slash J-E-N-N-I-E-J. You could give us a dollar. A dollar a month for comedy and heart and coughing. Right. And just think, if you give now a dollar, you won't have to give again for two years. (laughs) Talk to you next week. Yeah, sure, okay. Some of what we say concerns the theme and plot. But you may find in frequent flurries we lose our train of thought. Often it's best when our minds stray. Sometimes you want to know what thoughts did Coach mix up today. Sam's harassment, it's just play. Who wrote this? Alex Trebek takes on Cliffy. Woody loves Kelly's name. We love the show where everybody knows we're lame. Let's talk about Cheers, it is the show. Please note that that is the name. You ought to know this isn't tell it anyway but it's coming soon i swear it's really season two is gonna be great